Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, movie-by-minute hosts talk about one minute of the greatest action films, the 1988 John McTiernan-directed movie Die Hard. I'm David Stoker of the Star Trek Minute. And I'm Chris LaSalle of the Star Trek Minute. And we are joined by our wives, Candace and Kathy, to discuss Minute 86 of Die Hard. Hey, guys. Hi. Welcome aboard, guys. Gals. Gals. Let me, re- let me say that again. Welcome aboard, gals. There you go. <laughs> Not guys. Don't get me on my feminist soapbox. <laughs> Here we go. Woo! So, Dave, it feels like just yesterday we were talking about minute 15. I know. Hard. We're it, already it on 86. We're on 86. Wow. Time so, flies. So this minute... How come you can't do that with Star Trek minute? Oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> So this, so this minute starts with the party crowd screaming in terror, and this ends with uh, uh, Sergeant Powell starting to give Dwayne Robinson some famous advice. It is famous, isn't it? It is. Is it famous? I thought it was famous advice. What? What is it? I know. I don't even know. I don't remember. What did he say? So, you, uh, yeah, so, so I did watch it. I don't remember. I, I think I was awake at that part. Would you wake up and smell the... Coffee? Smell what you're shoveling? <laughs> so, uh, all right, so here's my first thing. Uh, uh, we've already jumped to the last second of the minute, but... Uh, I Does he swear in that sentence or not? I don't think so. Uh, my memory is always... Uh, my memory is always, why don't you wake up and smell the crap you're shoveling, no, but I think he swore. Why don't you wake up and smell what you're shoveling? Huh, isn't that weird? Because... Yeah. My, oh, my whole life, I've always thought he swore there. Hmm. He's going to give a damn about what you do if he makes it out of there alive. Why don't you wake up and smell what you're shoveling? Wow, impressive. So, my first question to the ladies, what did you Ooh. think of Die Hard? Kathy, would you like to go first? Um, sure. In 1988, I was, what, in middle school? Or, no, a freshman, I think, in high school. And I think I do remember seeing it and thinking it was, like, this most amazing, action-packed, scary, suspenseful film. And then re-watching it the other night, and again, that's almost 20, wait, oh, my God, almost 30 years later. God. <laughs> um, I thought, wow, I, I found it flawed in a lot of ways. Um but Ooh. but still but but still thought it was great because I kept you know suspending my disbelief to go back to 1988. Um, so what, th- what were you suspending your disbelief on? Was well, it the hairstyles hair and stuff? Or? Yeah, I guess that. But um, it's well, yeah. Talking about Bruce Willis for a second, I just did a tiny bit of research and knew that or learned that you know maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger had been offered the position or they were looking for someone who had already you know this action-packed um, experience and I really thought I wonder if this would have been at one point or another like a I don't know Sylvester Stallone or someone else you know like those types of actors and so I do think that I initially had to suspend my disbelief um from Bruce Willis, because all I could picture him on, what, what was the show was he, he was on? Moonlighting. Moonlighting. And then I keep thinking of him years later on Friends <laughs> as, oh like, <laughs> dating Rachel. Anyway, side note. Um, but then I think, for me, it was the technology as well. Like, the reality of 
watching a you know maybe a Mission Impossible now um, or like a Jason Bourne movie versus looking in 30 years ago and you know they're talking about the detonators in this minute and where are my detonators where I feel like nowadays you would have your computer up and you could detonate from anywhere if that makes sense sure I think just getting back to that yeah, with technology and everything just the beginning of this minute is Hans holding up his you know, walkie-talkie. <laughs> right. right. All these guys are talking to each other through walkie-talkies, which seems a little, which dates it a little bit. Sure. Um, I, so. I didn't even really think about any of that. Like, I thought when they, I mean, I know it's not our minute, but even the beginning of the movie when they walked into the building and like, wow, it looks really high tech. Yeah, they had a, <laughs> so that's why I should live on a farm. And that's the swipey <laughs> thing and... Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it looked, but but yeah. Now that you say all that, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it's. Yeah. What do you think, Candace, about Bruce Willis being the actor? I like him. I mean, I I don't know. I was trying to think. I don't know what I've seen him in really, but I don't know. I always like Bruce Willis, and I like that he's like this smaller guy that's mm-hmm. not this huge. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, because I don't know. Um, yeah, he. Was- I just thought there was. A lot of shooting. That's all I kept saying. God, there's a lot of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't really in a lot before this. And he wasn't... I wouldn't necessarily have said he is a a bankable movie star. He was... He had a couple of, you know, TV movies and a co- and I think one or two movies before this. And then he had the Moonlighting gig. But I would never oh, have okay. said he's like a huge star. Right. But he definitely... I think he came out of this as a huge star. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I still don't even know what he was in after it, but not because I think that's just my. Well, yeah, other, well die obviously, Die, die Hard two. two and whatever, but. <laughs> but he was in like the. Look, I just not a movie person. Yeah, so. look who's talking. Oh uh, yeah, what? that's right. Who was he? Was he the baby? He was the voice of Mikey. Oh, does that count? Yeah, that totally counts. Oh. I mean, he was in, you know, he was in a bunch of, you know, movies that I don't think were again. There was Hudson Hawk, which is famous for what? being somewhat of a bomb. I've never uh, heard of that movie. He was in Bonfire of the Vanities, um, Death Becomes it. Her with yeah, uh, never saw it. Goldie Hawn. Yep, Goldie Hawn. He was in Striking Distance. I mean, he was in, and then I think in '84, he had another sort of resurgence because he was in Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah. And then oh, yeah. that's right. And I'm thinking of uh, the Unbreak. Oh Un- wait, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Was he in the other one? The Wait, don't spoil it. Wait, no, I wasn't going to say, wait, wasn't he in the other movie? The big one that was like the big spoiler, but it's still the Unbreakable guy, isn't it? No, or is it not? Yeah, it was, um, yeah, Unbreakable. No, no. The, no, no. Oh, Sixth Sense. Yeah, yes! Oh. Like, that was amazing! Yeah. That movie. Yeah. yeah. Now I want to watch that. it again, even though. See, I feel so like. We have he, a Bruce Willis fest after doing this. Yeah, he went. I through, like Bruce Willis. He went through a period of like, he does like a really good movie, and then he has like a couple of stinkers, and then he has a good movie, and then a couple of stinkers. What's that, everyone? Yeah, everyone. Everyone has a couple of stinkers every now and again. I I will say I did like throughout the movie, and in this minute it happens too, that the fact that they're on, it's really the walkie-talkie is like a three-way in the sense that, you know, they're listening. I know. This is a family-friendly show. (laughs) All I was going to say was like that I liked the relationship or the friendship he was building with the sergeant. Even though what's his name was also on the line, the bad guy. Yeah, Hans. Hans, right? Hans. Hans, Hans Gruber. Yes. Hans Gruber. I think. So, this, oh. I was just gonna say, I, I feel like this is a very dramatic moment in the movie where you know 
Hans just kills Ellis and, you know, he wants to know where the detonators are and, you know, Bruce Willis in that sad looking distantly, you know, off in the distance. Go F yourself, Hans. You know, very dramatic. Yeah. Well, we just came off a dramatic moment, right? That was uh, Ellis getting killed. Yeah, he just let him die. He, 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 they'd be talking to us. And then it switches right to the sergeant and what's the other guy's name? The other police guy. Dwayne Robinson. Deputy Chief Dwayne Robinson. Uh, he was such a jerk. He was. It's a guy from Breakfast Club. Oh, it nights. is the deten. Is he the principal or the detention guy? Well, he was the whoever the the detention guy was. Oh yeah. Which I'm sure many minutes before have already discussed. He also That's looks the... like Tom Bergeron a little bit. He doesn't look Tom Bergeron. He does not look anything like Tom Bergeron. <laughs> All right, fine. Go ahead. Next. Local hero, Tom Bergeron. <laughs> um, I have a question for you guys. So, <clears throat> so we get to see. You know, we, this minute's good because you get. Uh, John McClane, you get Hans Gruber, you get Dwayne Robinson, you get Sergeant. I have a question about Sergeant Powell. Okay. So could, uh, I couldn't tell you uh, throughout this whole movie um, was his name Al? Or my, no, my question was every time John talked to him, was he calling him Pal? <laughs> Al or Powell? Or was he constantly interchanging wow. them? Because so I think he was. He was. He did a lot of interchanging of partner Powell Al. I don't know if I necessarily heard Pal, but I did. Well, welcome, welcome to the party, Pal. Right? Did he say Pal in that moment, or did he say Welcome to the party, Powell? But that, but at that moment, he didn't know who he was. I mean, that's clear, clearly not our minute. But um, he he says Welcome to the party, Pal. He drops the body on the car and shoots it up. At that moment, he doesn't know who's in the car. He doesn't know until. Well after. Point. Yeah, that's a good point. But it was confusing watching it because I just watched it recently all the way through. And and yeah. even though I knew the character's name, I'm like, John keeps calling him something different or, or am I just mishearing it the whole time? So uh, they are very similar, right? Give me that at least. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, Alan Powell. Yeah, I totally, yeah. Yeah, I totally buy that you, you're hearing wrong. <laughs> I like you put it back on me. <laughs> the Dwayne Robinson guy just a go back to him being a jerk like when he said he says to um pal powell um whatever he's we can just call him, him pal from now on he, this is pal. him when he says listen you tell this partner of yours to say the hell out of this from now on because if he doesn't i'm gonna nail him i'm really gonna nail his ass now believe me right is that what he was saying yeah it does yeah and then well well, well you know, done right the other guy's like the man's hurting he's alone tired i just was like i don't understand why Dwayne Robinson is so angry yeah. at Bruce Willis. He's, he's a pencil pusher. He's a bureaucrat. He's someone who sits in an office and doesn't realize what Ooh. officers go in on the front line. And he just he just rolls up in his, you know, 80s Buick. Big, big, big giant car. And he wants to, I'm here now. I'm going to take over. I mean, we see this throughout the whole sort of, you know, the movie with him is that he is just has no sense of what it's like to be an actual beat cop right so you, you think you don't think he has any any street experience he may have but i feel like he doesn't have like the street smarts that clearly pal does pal yeah you think pal? he has street smarts oh i think i think he does sure 
Oh yeah, he's a B cop, right? He's on. He's out, yeah. and we and we learn more of his story later, not in these yeah. notes, but yeah, he's I, got his own, own little sad story to tell. So yeah, I think he's. Right. We, we know That's he's right. got he's got experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just felt like Dwayne Robinson. Just I, I just didn't understand why he was like attacking. He almost becomes this like secondary antagonist. <laughs> you know, like everyone's ganged up on. Bill, what what is Bruce Willis's character's name again? Jack Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Oh. Is it is it John or is it John McClane? I, I feel weird calling him John. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, so John McClane. For most of the movie, he's Roy. Oh, right. Oh, Roy? that's right. That's why I forgot. Did I watch this movie? <laughs> yeah, he kept. He said. He said something like, "For now, call me Roy." When he was talking with yeah, the sergeant. So Hans Gruber, I love that we get Hans action in this minute and the other minutes we're going to be talking about. Yep. Um, so Alan Rickman. Um, I, my, the, my, late, my, the late Alan Rickman. The late Alan Rickman, yes, sadly. Oh, yeah. um, I think one thing that I, because uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to him, talk about him yet, um, he's to me almost unrecognizable because I don't know how many, how, like when people say Alan Rickman to you now, do you immediately go to Severus Snape? No. Actually, who do you go to when you hear? I go to, I don't know what, I remember, in Sense and Sensibility. Oh, the captain? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Think more about his character from Love and... Oh, Love Actually. That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that ruins it for me. I'm going to go back to Sense and Sensibility. I go to Harry Potter. You go to Harry Potter? (laughs) I just, I I find it, and I I think that's where I go to. I go to to Harry Potter. So, you know, watching this and seeing him again, it's almost like, wow, it's... I have to remind myself that it's the same actor and maybe it's because it's, it's such an old movie compared to the Harry Potter films and you know he's a younger right. younger gonna, actor but he's um, got that awesome goatee going that little the little chin beard going on yeah he's, he's evil. not in this minute the, oh wait he is in the minute in the beginning it's the very beginning yeah, yeah we're jump we're jumping all over the place right but okay, yeah, yeah that's the minute get acclimated yeah the minute starts with with um Hans holding up his walkie-talkie, yes. so so John John McClane can hear all the party crowd screaming and yelling after the the shooting, um, and uh, I I love this, uh, you know he's ta- he's yelling at John McClane, you know talk to me, where are my detonators? Right. I love the way he says detonators because <laughs> I can't say it as fast as he can, and he says it multiple times, detonators. I, I can't I can't <laughs> spit it out as fast as he can. <laughs> It's pretty brave of um, John. What's his last name again? Power. Ba- <laughs> McLean. McLean, right? John McLean. I know. Sorry, McLean. That um, you know, it's pretty daring of him to, you know, he says, "Go f yourself" to Hans when he about the whole de- detonator, and then Hans says, I'll, "I'm going to take somebody else else out that you care about." I, I feel like that was really bold of him because that's scary because he wouldn't hesitate to do that he doesn't hesitate no he's been pretty cold up at this point yeah. I mean, this is at least at least two people he sh- shot in cold blood right yeah right. well yeah he shoots takagi earlier and then now ellis right um has he already shot ellis at this point yes this is that's uh, why he runs out there and he's holding up the walkie-talkie and he's like he's like do you hear that talk to that's me that's right where am i detonators no, that's way too slow. I know. I did it on purpose just for you. <laughs> Detonators. Ellis, Ellis was like a jerk, too. I wish we had those minutes. Oh, well, he was he was a coked-up <laughs> douchebag. I'm sorry, I can't say that. Oh, he, 
I don't know if that's a swear. Is that okay to say? But you're right. He was a he was a coked up. He was he was a cokehead. I mean, he was just he was he's what I think of like Wall Street in the 80s movies like they're all like slicked back hair and like right. hey my my power is in my pen and I'm a big time businessman. Yeah. Was that oh, your ego? <laughs> I thought you were going to say your power was somewhere else. I did too. I thought you going to say pants. <laughs> I that too. He probably thought that too. Yeah, right. That's a, that's a nice tie in there. What year did Wall Street come out? Well, that would have been it would have been close, right? With that was Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll look it up. Um Creed is good. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so, Hans. 1987. Oh, you saw, oh, did it faster than me. Pretty close, just before. Yeah. Huh? Um, the other thing was, because I was talking to Dave about this, so they were trying to steal money was their ultimate goal, right? Or whatever they, but they weren't terrorists or they were terrorists? No, they were just, they were just robbers. They were just thieves. Exceptional thieves. Exceptional. They, they, How much money were they trying to steal? Uh one million dollars. <laughs> I think it was like, wasn't it 460 million in bearer bonds in the vault down below or something like that? 640. 640. I had it backwards. I transposed. Sorry. Sorry. I know. But I, I'm not, I don't know why that's stuck in my head. I still it's a lot of money. feel like they were like terrorists. No, no. He'd be talking to us. What? 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 Are you quoting something? I was quoting the movie that we're talking oh. about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, right. It, do, it does. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. Every all their plans obviously got thwarted. You know, they weren't expecting John McClane. Right. So they seem like terrorists, and don't they turn into? Oh, I guess not. I don't know. They yeah. What were they planning on? I guess they were planning on kidnapping or you know holding hostage all those people. Right. Oh, it's all it's all a scam. It's all elaborate. Well, scam. we can't be talking about that. Okay, we're, that's we're, okay. Yeah. That's someone else. Yeah, sorry, we're sorry. St- we're stealing minutes. I didn't mean to do that. I'm just b- it's being tempting. clueless. Is as what tempting I'm being. as it is with this project yes. to talk about the entire movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we're not the only ones. That's it? So There's the, nothing else to talk about? Well, oh, the one thing ahead, that Dave. I think about when I see our friend Pal is his TV show where he also played a police officer. He was on oh. Family Matters with Urkel. Oh, yes. Right. Urkel! Oh my God! What was his tagline? Like, was that me? Did I do that? Like that? Oh, did I do that? So that was my last thought for this minute. <laughs> Chris oh, yeah. is done. Yeah, he well, is. The last. Did you ever watch that show, Chris? I did not. I actually, I don't think I really did. I know of it, but I don't. I wasn't like a huge fan. Would you have made it even if you had watched? I think it? I would. I'm okay with that, yeah. but I don't. I mean, I knew it, but I couldn't tell you storylines and stuff. What was his character's name? What was, uh. Powell's character's name in that show wasn't the same character. Is it, is it a crossover? Yeah, I think it was a crossover. I think no. it was done in, in Nakatomi, and then he flew out. And No, it was not the same character. <laughs> he totally had me. How awesome would that have been, though? And just have Bruce Willis would have done like some cameo on, you know, Sweeps Week. His name was Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Oh, yes. Um, just one last thing about that minute when... Um, Robinson and Powell are talking. Like in the background, is someone like waving their automatic weapon mm-hmm. on the air, or it's just standing straight up? It's willy nilly. Just oh yeah. yeah, that's a that's a nice that's a looks like a machine gun to me. Like that totally bothers me for some reason. I have yeah. I, I'm sure the safety's on. Yeah, like that's what I just feel like. It just is a weird couple seconds that it just bothered me for some reason and over analyzing. I'm sure. Mm. 
But but you know what, Kathy? That makes me think of it bothers you, but it also reminds me of the remember when they re-released E.T. Yeah, yeah. And it were, there were sequences in when the all the you know the government people that were chasing E.T. and Elliot down the streets, and they they were carrying shotguns in the original film, but when they re-released it or whatever, they edited it so they were all holding walkie-talkies. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I like that better. So. <laughs> That's interesting. So you, prefer the, so you prefer the... I would prefer walkie-talkies over a shotgun any day. Mm, I guess so. Yeah, well, I just don't... I just... I would... Wonder. I mean, obviously, a, a gun works better here. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised there aren't more guns, actually, Kathy, that there's, you know, there's not, like, pitchforks standing up and, and more machine guns. Kill the beast! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so how many different movies and shows have we talked about except for Die Hard in this, in this episode? <laughs> Well, there's oh, not, is there a, anything else not a lot much happening here. I mean, Hans killed someone. Bruce is being all, you know, John McClane's being all serious. And then uh, Al's being all defensive. I, I do like Al? It. It's Al now? Pal. Pal. Wait, Pal? Pal? Our, fr- our friend Pal. 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 I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, then on, on that note, should we wrap up here? And... Sure thing, Pal. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. I keep thinking, just to add one more thing, when you say pal, I think you're saying Hal, and that reminds me of the scene from Pretty Two bad. Good Men. Okay. No. Remember? <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Candace? I was thinking, I was thinking Breaking Bad, but it's oh. Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. <laughs> Same actor. <laughs> Same actor. At some point, we're going to talk about Kevin Bacon here, right? We're going to get to Kevin oh, Bacon. Seven Degrees, for sure. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry, Kevin. Go ahead. No, I was just thinking. It made me think of. I was thinking Hal from Few Good Men, and remember the court scene, and he's like Hal when he at the end. I don't know. I have to say, Kathy, I'm impressed because I, never in a million years would I have even put that together, and I just. So I think. Thank you. But again, Hal is not even in this movie. No, right. he's not. But the way that they kept saying, Chris and Dave kept saying Pal, it sounded like Hal. Right, and that's right. what made me think. Of. Is anyone doing a few good men minute? See, that would be amazing. Let's hope not. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah. and then we could cross it over with two thousand one minute. Oh well, hell, hell right. nine thousand, yes. and then Malcolm in the Middle. All right, <laughs> there you go. At all okay. circular all... to Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Anybody have any other notes? I do not. I'm good. All set. Well, you can join Chris and I on Star Trek Minute. You can find us over on the Twitters at Star Trek Minute and the Facebook in our Federation listeners page. Um, for Die Hard, you can find us at Die Hard Minute on Facebook at the Die Hard with a podcast listeners limo and over on the big site at DieHardMinute.com. If you'd like to catch up on any other Movies by Minute podcast, visit MoviesByMinute.com for more information. We hope that you'll come back tomorrow and listen to some more antics as we discuss Minute 87 of Die Hard. Bye now. See ya. Bye. Bye. Tell me you got that. I got it. I got it. I hate your heart on Channel 5. <laughs>